Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Outfield preview part two. Up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in Five. Welcome into FBT in Five on Thursday, February 15th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris Towers. And on part one of our outfield preview, we talked about strategy and our favorites to draft. So today, let's do sleepers, breakouts, and busts in the outfield. Chris, you are up first with a sleeper. Yeah, I think you and I both like Tyler O'Neill a lot, but I, I said I was doing it first, so I'll take him. And I think the biggest thing is just I was pretty skeptical of him the past couple of years. Injuries have been a really big problem. He hasn't come close to matching the, the 2021 upside, but I think the move to Boston really helps his chances because you look at just the park shift alone. He's O'Neill is someone who has underperformed his expected stats over the last couple of seasons, and that's not rare at Bush Stadium. Right-handed batters over the past five seasons underperformed their expected WOBA by 15 points over the past five seasons collectively. At Fenway, right-handed batters over the past five seasons have overperformed their expected WOBA by about 12 points. So if all that happens is that Tyler O'Neill goes from being someone who underperforms his expected stats to just matching his expected stats, you would expect a big step forward. You would expect him to hit more like 255, 260. You'd expect 25-plus home runs. We know he's a very good athlete. So I do think this move to Boston should help Tyler O'Neill unlock some of the upside that's been missing the past couple of seasons. And his price remains very, very low. So I like taking the chance outside of the – I mean, really outside of the top 250 in ADP right now. Yeah, ADP is 256 as the 57th outfielder off the board. Completely agree on Tyler O'Neill, A sleeper for me, and you made this point on our full-length podcast, Chris. Every year we have players, we, the, the fantasy community, that we're excited about as breakouts. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen, and then we just kind of throw them away. I think the same can be said for Lars Nupar, who I still have mm-hmm. as a sleeper. I think he's a legit good hitter. He's got a great eye at the plate. It helps him play up in both a roto and in a head-to-head points league. Uh, 14 homers, 11 steals last year in only 117 games. It remains to be seen if he can actually stay on the field for an entire season, so I get that concern. But if he does, 20-plus homers, 15 steals, likely to bat in the top three in that Cardinals lineup. I think that that lineup in general is going to bounce back. So lots of potential for counting stats. I still really like Lars Nupar as a sleeper this year. How about a breakout, Chris? Who you got? I really like Riley Green. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's a really talented young player who's had a really, really tough time since getting to the majors. Remember, 2022, he's getting ready to make his debut. He's a top five consensus prospect. I think last game of the spring, he fouls a ball off his foot, breaks his foot. 
has his start to the season delayed. Struggled hitting the ball in the air. Uh, struggled pulling the ball. Improved on both of those skills in his second season, despite dealing with another couple of injuries. So I think that's a really good sign. 288 batting average, 289 expected batting average. That's one of the best marks in baseball, despite a 27% strikeout rate, because he hits the ball so well, hits a ton of line drives. I think that park, it's going to hold back the power somewhat. It is still pretty deep in the power alleys, despite them moving the fences in. But I think if, if Riley Green stays healthy this season, 285 batting average, 25 homers, good RBI and run production, maybe even 15 steals with his athleticism. I think that's all very much on the table for a 23-year-old hitter who's just starting to grow into who he's going to become. Look at us, Chris. Right back to the well last year. We were in on Newt Bar and Riley Green. We're right back in on the same players. Uh, Breakout for me is going to be Jaron Duran with the Boston Red Sox last year. Hit 295 with eight homers and 24 steals in 102 games. He lowered his strikeout rate. He has elite zone contact rate. You love to see that from a young player. He uh, traded in some ground balls for more line drives last Mm -hmm. year, which helped with the batting average. He improved against lefties. It was a really small sample size. I hope the Red Sox give him at least the opportunity to play against lefties early on. And if he succeeds... He just kind of runs away with that and is just the everyday leadoff hitter for the Red Sox. And if that happens, I think we can get a Josh Lowe light type season here mm-hmm. from Jaron Duran. The ADP is 228.8. That's on the rise. In drafts that I've done, he's going inside the top 200. A lot of the time, around pick 175. So if you want him, you have to be aggressive. But I do think there's big upside here with Jaron Duran. How about a bus, Chris? A player that you are avoiding. Yeah, I... There's a point in most of my drafts where a lot of my bus picks, I, I could see myself drafting them, but Lane Thomas, I think I'm about 80 spots lower in my rankings than his ADP. So I can't see any scenarios where I'm going to end up with Lane Thomas on my teams. Look, I, I think there's enough power and enough speed that Lane Thomas is not going to just have the bottom fall out for fantasy. I think like 20-ish homers, 20-ish steals, maybe 25 steals. I think that's possible for him. But what we saw last season was a really, really good first half. And then he collapsed in the second half. Still hit for power, but the batting average fell to 223, OBP 274. We're talking about a guy who 726 career OPS before last season. I think it was 705 after the All-Star break. In the minors, 755. Before the All-Star break, it was like 870. That's clearly the outlier here. And I think what you're going to see with Lane Thomas is you're going to have to spend a 10th round pick on him, maybe a little earlier in some drafts, for a guy who's probably going to be a bad batting average liability, who's probably not going to score a ton of runs or drive in a ton of runs in a bad lineup. 20 homers, 20 stolen bases, that's valuable. But if he's dragging you down everywhere else, I really think Lane Thomas is going to be a bust this season. His ADP is 123.6 as the 28th outfielder off the board. And a name that I'll be avoiding this season is TJ Friedel. If you want to find out why, then you can listen to our full-length podcast, Fantasy Baseball Today, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.